Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We are going to be talking about Doomsday Clock. Issue number four is out. February had a month off, but it returned in March with the fourth issue. Of course, this is the sequel to Watchmen, written by Jeff Johns, drawn by Gary Frank. What do you think of this issue, non-spoiler-wise, Zach? Non-spoiler-wise, I, I really, really enjoyed this again. I, I've liked every single issue of this so far, and I, I keep talking about how much this just really feels like Watchmen, like I'm back reading Watchmen again, and this time I get the either pleasure or pain, depending on how you look at, at it, of actually having to wait for each each issue to come out. And so each time I have to I have to go back and kind of take look at the notes that I took on the last issue and get myself back into it. But um, I don't know. I think they did a really good job of fleshing out more of the details that I really wanted to see about some of the characters. And so I'm excited to get into spoilers so we can actually talk about it. Right. As you're with this new schedule for Doomsday Clock and no longer being monthly, has that decreased your hype anymore or is it just spread it out over over a longer time or anything? I think probably just spread it out. Uh, You know, because it has been so long since the last one, I actually kind of forgot about it for a while. But then as soon as I remembered that it was coming back, I just got as excited again. So I guess it just it lets me take a break from being excited and get excited about other things for a while. But I I'm definitely not I don't I don't feel like I don't care about the story anymore because it's been too long. Yeah, and I I've said before I'm glad if they're if they need the time to up uphold the quality that they've had so far, it's good. And I I really enjoyed this issue again. It's it's more filling in backstory than moving the for- story along too much, but that backstory is very interesting and very important. You need an issue like this, and so it was handled really well. And it's a lot heavy. We'll get into this more in spoilers, but it's a heavy Rorschach issue. So if you like the if you like this new Rorschach or even the old Rorschach, there's um, some stuff in there that you would probably like about this. So it continues to be a good series. All right, I guess we can just dive right into spoilers then. All right, so like you said, this is definitely a very Rorschach heavy episode, both um, Rorschach in the past and this new Rorschach Reggie. And this whole issue is really just about figuring out who this guy is and how he's connected to the old Watchmen and how he became the new Rorschach. And so I maybe even more so than the original Watchmen, this is it's a lot more straightforward. There's still a lot of mysteries and stuff um, and things that you don't understand. But this whole issue really does lay out. This is who it is. This is Reggie. His dad was Dr. Malcolm Long, who was taking care of the original Rorschach. And this is why he became Rorschach. He went crazy. And then he got the diaries that his dad took and everything. So you really do find out a whole lot of information in this one issue about Rorschach. Right. So we, we officially finally find out who this Reggie is, who this Rorschach is, being the son of Rorschach's doctor from the original Watchmen. What did you think about that reveal? Was that um, surprising to you or did you, did you like that? Uh, I, I definitely liked it. I don't, I think it was surprising. I, it's like obvious now that I see it and like, oh, that's great. And that's a great connection. And that's why I'm glad that smart people are writing this and people who, who have a lot of creativity because it's a really great connection that they went for. But I don't know if I would have come up with that on my own. So I'm glad that they did. What about you? Yeah, I, I didn't have a lot of strong guesses for who this Reggie was. So I wasn't really tied into anyone. I'm sure somebody guessed that this was Dr. Long's son. I didn't though. Uh, so I was glad to, I was glad it tied in. It wasn't uh, the greatest reveal ever, but I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. That's cool. 
uh, it didn't bother me that it wasn't someone else. So, was, but I'm I'm glad that we finally know who this Rorschach is, and we're getting some of that backstory. And that's really what this issue is entirely about. Yeah, and they're they're definitely not shying away from the monster at the end of Watchmen. You know, that's probably the most controversial part of the whole story, and a lot of people thought that it wasn't that great. But they're definitely not shying away from that. They, it's a big reason of why he becomes Rorschach because he he kind of goes crazy messes with his brain and he sees his parents get killed by it and that's why he wants to seek out revenge on um on Vite. so uh i'm glad that they that they're really going full hog with that and tying it back in it's it just ties it that much closer to the original watchman right and it specifically says in this issue lots of people died and lots of people had lasting psychological damage from the the monster the incident or whatever they call it in here so that was I'm glad that they are using that. Obviously, this is a sequel. It should address the ending. So it's really pushing the plot forward with that story point. Yeah. Uh, but speaking over, like overall plot-wise, this, this really doesn't drive the current day plot forward that right. much. But I was, I was okay with that because I wanted more information on this Rorschach. And I got more than I, I thought I would ever get. Actually, I thought we would that mystery would be dragged out longer or we wouldn't get this many details. So I, I'm glad that we got all of that, even at the expense of not really pushing the the current day Arkham storyline forward that much. Right. And then it doesn't really touch on we get a brief glimpse of Batman at the end. But other than that, it doesn't really touch on the main DC universe or it doesn't touch on any of the our quote unquote our DC heroes or anything like that. It's it's just a lot of flashbacks and a little bit of time in Arkham. Yep. Uh, and at the end, it, it seems kind of obvious in retrospect now, but that Dr. Math- Matthew Mason was actually Batman. So we see the mask at the end in the Batcave. That's, that's, some, that's some classic Batman stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> that he would, he would go ahead and do that. Um, but it makes sense that he would be... He, he definitely knew something was off with this Rorschach. That's why he brought him to Arkham in last issue, right? Yeah. So it makes sense that he would... He doesn't just think he's a crazy. Uh, he probably does think he's a crazy, but he might be onto something. Right, exactly. Uh, but then, so in the course of the flashbacks, we also see that Byron Lewis, who is Mothman from the original Minutemen, is in the same like asylum that Reggie is in. And so he strikes up a relationship with him and teaches him to fight and teaches him the skills of the Minutemen and everything like that. And he's he would literally fly away every now and then and go get stuff for Reggie, including eventually the notes on Rorschach that Dr. Long took. And I think that's that's really the the turning point when he starts to figure, put these kind of things together and dis, um, plans his escape. Yes. And it's, it's always tricky when you're in a place like Arkham or another institute and you see people claiming, oh, you know, I can fly. The whole issue, it makes it feel like, well, what's, is this, is this all real or is this um, just a dream or is he visioning something but I'm, I thought it was all explained and handled pretty well that it was clear to follow yeah and but maybe it is because a whole lot of this issue also deals with just see what you want to see and believe what you oh, want yeah. to believe basically and so these flashbacks are Reggie's flashbacks and so I'm sure they're maybe tainted or colored with his with his own perspective and what he wanted to see so I don't know how much of it is 100% completely true and maybe some of it is some of the things that he's changed in his memory to make it better for him. Right. And you can tell it's something he's struggling with. He's struggling with his thoughts and he, everything's not quite going 
right and he's struggling with his history yeah but it's again just a nice tie-in and you can definitely tell that the people working on this johns in particular are really really studied watchmen deeply because you know we see just in a a short i think it's only one little panel on the original watchmen where byron talks about how he's he just seems off and he goes crazy and we find out that he gets committed to an asylum and so it's nice to tie it back in that he's there um and this is the same character from the original watchmen uh so they do escape eventually um and set the asylum on fire but byron goes back in to die because he's looking for the light and he's finally figured out where it is and that's a a theme that comes up a few times in this looking for the light and bugs drawn to light and obviously some heavily heavy implications of dr manhattan especially at the end with the, the mosquito making the the atom sign um on the blue background it looks obviously like dr manhattan right lots of little teases to manhattan but no full full reveal of him in this issue yeah uh and then we go we get back to arkham and it's again kind of that classic watchman style where there's two stories in parallel but they are almost affecting each other and they're very similar in nature so the flashback reggie escaping from the asylum and the current day reggie escaping from arkham with the help of jane doe who is saturn girl who has been hinted at and speculated about in a whole bunch of different dc stuff recently like the suicide squad versus justice league and um i think the button they talk about saturn girl and there's just a there's been a lot of hints at her coming back um and so it seems like this is her and this is she's also looking for the light and she's gonna help reggie escape and so I think she is connected somehow to Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, absolutely. The mystery with Saturn Girl and the Legion as a whole dates back, I think, all the way to the the Rebirth one-shot. So yeah. it's continued to be teased straight through, like you said, and it looks, again, that's something that will be tied up, introduced some point in the future in Doomsday Clock. Yeah, so overall, a good, a really good issue. Again, I can't, I don't know, they're... They're definitely taking their time and releasing quality content. And so, like you said at the beginning, I'm okay with them. If they have to take another break again or if they need to slow down the pace, that's perfectly fine with me if this is the final product that we're getting. Yeah, absolutely. And the only concern when I think about that is how it might affect with this, the, the DC universe as a whole, with it supposed to be set in the future from that. But I'm, they can come up with creative ways to work around that. So I'm I'm enjoying it as well. I'm I'm going to be really glad when all 12 issues are out and then I can go back and reread from one through 12 straight through and pick up a lot of things that I missed or a lot of things that tie back in together that I didn't see before. That's definitely something I'm looking forward to as well. Yeah, me too. I, I'm glad that I get to go through this experience of waiting in between issues just so I know that what it's like. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to being able to sit down and read them all. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.